Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Episode 34. For all the little lovers, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> Although, actually, before we hit record, Kate and I were singing, all the single ladies, all the single all ladies. We've got a message for you today, my friend. The truth about being too intimidating for men. Kate and I have over the past many, many years of coaching and working with women have each run into this so much. So many of my clients talk about this. So many of my clients want answers around this. And so we thought we would do all of you a huge favor and clean this shit up <laughs> because this, this is really honestly one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. I feel sad and angry that this is something a woman's ever concerned about. And, and what is behind this is probably not what you think. And so we are very, very excited to dive into this today. So raise your hand or just give yourself a little smile if you're listening while driving. If you have this secret hidden fear about being too intimidating for men, Raise your hand if your friends have somehow given you this bullshit comment advice um, when you're curious about being single or how men feel about you. And raise your hand if you are concerned about this in your dating life. And we're going to unpack it now. Anything you want to say, Kate, before we dive in? Now. I would say that I actually hear this comment the most from women, women hear it from their fathers where their dad's like, oh, honey, you're probably just too intimidating for him. And I, I think it's, it's kind of cute because, of course, your dad, like, means well. And so do your friends and everyone. Everyone means well, you know, who's like, how are you single? You're such a catch. Um, there's all these robotic statements that yeah. we as humans in the matrix say without even knowing what we're saying. And they just happen very robotically. And these are some of the statements oh, you must be too intimidating for men. Oh, you're, I mean, it's because you're so powerful. That's why you're not attracting men. So bless their hearts, all the love, your loved ones who are saying this to you. Their intention is like, well, I don't know why she's single. So I'm going to like use this canned statement that I've heard before um, because I have a discomfort with the fact that she's single and in our society, what that means and the pressure that, that we have to be in relationships. So Everyone in the matrix is kind of working to support the matrix, to keep you believing in the matrix because that's what they believe. Mm. So yeah, that's the first thing I want to speak to, that it's coming from a loving place most of the time when people say comments like this. 
it doesn't mean it's fucking true. <laughs> we're, we're totally going to have to do an episode on how to answer the like, how are you still single question yes. and, yes. and really take on how to support yourselves and not, not asking that. And certainly I just want to start off with, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with being single. And what I'm so moved by and excited about with the new truth movement is we're still standing for relationship. Like we're standing for extraordinary relationship and the old paradigm of love wants all women to be 1950s housewives. And we're not, it's 2020 people. If you are listening to this, it's you're in the future. <laughs> and, or yeah, well, we have our episodes forever. They're going to be on Apple iTunes forever. Okay. Anyway, you're probably like, okay, ladies get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so many other so, podcasts I listen to, they just ramble at the beginning. So I think we're I think we're allowed to ramble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Kate Kate lovingly asked me if I was ever intimidating for men, and the answer was no, because I was a desperate like five-year-old looking for a relationship. So men were not saying they were intimidated by me. They were actually quite scared. Um, <laughs> but not because they were intimidated, but because I was a little girl trying to make love happen. But what's curious to me, so the word intimidate is to make timid or fearful. So I want to remind you that it is not your job to make anyone else feel comfortable around you. So let's break this down for a moment that so much of actually what's hard for women in general is making the needs and feelings of, and experiences of other people more important than their own. So just by virtue of asking this question, am I too intimidating for men? You're already putting yourself in the position on, I have to manage myself in order to make other people comfortable. So we're going to stop that because it's not your job to manage the experience and feelings of other people. Now, confidence on every relationship survey that's ever been taken, hundreds of thousands of people, the first thing that they write that they want in a partner is confidence. Mm -hmm. That is the most attractive quality. That's what everybody wants. And of course, you probably want a partner who's confident enough to ask you out confident enough to walk up to you in a room, confident enough to start talking to you in the coffee shop, confident enough to stop you down this when you're walking down the street because he wants to talk to you and get to know you. So it's not, am I too intimidating for men? Because one of the hidden things that doesn't get talked about enough, and I'm Kate, I'm curious if you do um, this in your work, I do major, major cleanup around a woman's contempt for men. Mm. So women who have big drama wounds have been betrayed or hurt by men. And here they are wanting a relationship with men. But what's happening inside of them is making it his job to break down all the walls around their heart, make it his job to prove that he's different from other men, make it his job to change her mind about men. And that's not freaking fair. And it's not his job to clean up your contempt. So if you're someone who's like, he should be able to walk up to me and you've got this big attitude about it that's called contempt. And it's one of the, uh, the John Gottman's like four horsemen of like what will destroy a relationship. So you've now destroyed a relationship before it even starts. 
if you have contempt mm-hmm. for the male species and you would like to partner with a man, it's not going to yes. work out. Not going to work out. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. <laughs> so long before, right, just unpacking this, and it's not about being intimidated. I would invite you to consider if you have contempt for men and mm-hmm. then let's clean that up together and then consider if you're actually starting to behave like an open, approachable, available, confident Mm -hmm. woman who's not afraid of how powerful she is, how much money she makes, how successful she is, and she doesn't have to hide it or prove to be any different than she is. You get to just own it. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Okay. My turn. I agree with all of that. Cleaning up your beliefs. Like, I mean, it's the same as what we talked about on that episode around um, beliefs about, you know, that there's no good men left and all uh, like, these are all just like make an ongoing list. Here's a, here's a tool to do tip to do right now. Make an ongoing list of all the beliefs you keep catching yourself believing. So every episode when we're unpacking different aspects of yourself and different limitations that you experience around love, like that's all your saboteur and that, and your saboteur to remind you what the saboteur is. I talk a little bit about it on every episode. And if you're new, the saboteur is essentially the voice in your head. Your ego is another word for it, but ultimately your saboteur's job is to protect you but when you were little, your saboteur's actual job was to protect you. You needed that part of you. You needed to learn how to contort yourself in order to survive the, the system when you're a kid because you're pe- pretty powerless. But as an adult, your saboteur is keeping you from being who you are and keeping you from experiencing the love that you desire. So start to track all of these limiting beliefs. Like I, I, I remember a meme that I saw a long time ago. I think I shared it on my wall. It was, they uh, you are not intimidating. They are intimidated. There's a difference. So Ooh, as again. A, they are not, it, you are not intimidating. They are intimidated. There's a difference. And so just like we unpacked on the jealousy episode, when we talked about jealousy and, and comparison, every, and if you haven't seen that, go back. <laughs> I don't know what that episode's called. Do you? Remember? Anyways, go find it. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, like whenever we're jealous of someone or comparing ourselves to someone, it's just a it's a disowned aspect of ourselves or a repressed aspect of ourselves that we're seeing in someone else. So the same thing is true with love. If you are a woman who's in her power, who's confident, who's kicking ass in her career, who's successful, these are most of the women I work with, and you come across men who are intimidated by how much money you make or who are intimidated by you, it's only because they're not fully in their power and you're just illuminating a repressed aspect of themselves. But when you, um, so I want to speak to the fact that it can be coming from two places. So in my work, there's the saboteur and the heroine and every aspect is, has a, every aspect of the saboteur has an aspect of the heroine kind of on the flip side. So there's like the light and the dark, the, the light and the shadow and the shadow side of a woman in her power is the controller. And the controller is like manipulative, shut down, proud, you know, driven, ambitious. Like, well, those are some of the positive quite traits, but the controller is like, is shut down. Essentially women that are in their controller energy, that saboteur archetype, they're actually not open to love. So yeah, people are going to find them unapproachable and intimidating. You know, even powerful men will find a woman like that unapproachable because she's shut down. It's just because your patterns or your saboteur or your inner child are running the show and no one can actually get through to you and get in there 
there and make that connection. So if that's a reflection you're getting a lot, I would highly recommend doing the deeper work. Join me in, I have a a virtual retreat I'm doing on September 12th. I'll share tons about it closer to the date, but highly recommend you join me in that because we will talk all about the controller and go deeper into it. But like that's one side of it. And then the flip side, when you're in the light side of the controller, like you're actually in alignment with your power, with your self-worth, with your confidence, this is the queen. And when you're operating from the queen, yeah, you will be probably intimidating to women who are shut down from their queen and you'll be intimidating to men who are shut down from their king but you will be attractive to men that are in their king energy because they see you mm-hmm. in the owning all of who you are standing in your worth and they're like oh there she is so it's not like it's it, these blanket statements are so ridiculous right because it's not there is no blanket answer every single human is operating in different in, in a different place and we're all you know we're all operating from different parts of ourselves most people are operating in protective mechanisms until they do the deeper work but ultimately there's nothing like when you stand in your power and you learn how to be in that queen energy and learn how to keep your heart wide open and how to stay in connection even when you're in your power like it's not one or the other it's both like that when you are operating from your soul self from your heroine self you can walk through the world with your heart wide open and be fiercely in your power and set boundaries when you need to set boundaries and speak your truth when you need to speak your truth with your heart wide open. Nothing about that is intimidating because you're powerful and you're connected. And I think of like, I also was not intimidating because I was the people pleaser, (laughs) sweetie pie, like, choose me, choose me. You're my prince charming. So I didn't experience being intimidating, but now I'm fully in my power, but I also keep my heart open. So I get to experience that like exchange with different men and women and, and people in their power. And I get to inspire women that are shut down because I'm obviously not in every moment, but when I'm committed to doing the deeper work and committed to my rituals and all that, I walk through the world both in my power and with my heart open. And of course, there's moments where I feel not powerful and moments where I feel my heart closed. But the practice for both of us is to keep nurturing ourselves and keep coming home to ourselves and keep doing the inner work so that we can walk through the world in our power with our hearts open. And that's when you will be a magnet. Like there is no like intimidation. It doesn't matter. You'll ha- you're always going to have impact on each other, uh, on each other, on other people, no matter what. You'll always have impact. You're going to trigger people, whether you're powerful or weak or like not weak, powerful or insecure. You're going to, you're going to trigger people when you're beautiful or ugly. Not that anyone's ugly, but feeling ugly. You're going to, you're going to trigger people when you're thin or when you're overweight, you're going to trigger people when you're poor or successful. It, it's, and it's nothing to do with you. Other people's opinions about you are none of your business. So that's why the new truth is so powerful because it's about coming home and figuring out like, oh, is my heart open? Okay. Am I in my power? Is my heart open? Because both need to be there. And let's talk about power for a second, because when I think of the, I see the controller in so many of my clients, it's totally a defense, but a lot of mm-hmm. independent and successful women underneath that yes. is a needing to prove mm-hmm. how good enough they are, how yeah. beautiful they are, how worthy they are. Yeah. And so you have to check in, right? We, we can talk about power, but authentic power is actually being able to stand in your worth. 
yeah. with nothing to prove, yeah. right? I don't need to prove to you that I'm lovable or good enough or worthy yes. because there's, it's happening back, well, back and forth, right? Either the woman who's saying he needs to prove that he's good enough for me, that he's worthy, that he's whatever, right? Rather than I'm living from, we all are. Because yes. healthy self-esteem is I'm neither better than nor less than other people. And yeah. in, when I work with couples and we're essentially watching the dynamic between two people, someone's always, always in the grandiose position and then someone's always in the shame position. Right? Mm -hmm. There's modern day relationship yeah. is, is one or the other. And you have a lot of women who are hiding their shame on not feeling worthy or good enough and mm -hmm. appearing like they're super powerful and independent. But underneath that is, I think I'm better than. No matter how much money you make, how successful you are, how many freaking friends you have, what you look like, no one on this planet is better than anyone else. And you cannot have a relationship with someone you think you're better than or less than, right? Because on the other side of it, I mean, we could say I intimidated men if the definition is to make timid or fearful. Men were definitely afraid of me, high quality men, because I was super needy and desperate and clingy all the time, right? And so it's power. Your authentic power is when you can fully arrive and I'm worthy and valuable because I exist. Yes. Not because of how much money I make, not because of how many friends I have, not because of what I look like. You have inherent worth and value and you yes. know what the right person for you will love and respect and support all aspects of you on the days when i'm feeling insecure andrew doesn't love me less yeah right and on the days when i am freaking working my ass off all day really busy we could not in my feminine energy and relaxed andrew loves me yes. right and i love yeah. myself and because on the other side of this and what i don't i mean just saying to someone be in your feminine doesn't mean anything yeah. in and of itself. But for me, the kind of antidote, if you are controlling, is learning how to have faith, learning how to embody your worth and yeah. give yourself a break because you have nothing to freaking prove. And that's the culture we live in. And that's what's actually fueling the chase for a partner anyway, right? To prove that I'm lovable, to prove that I'm enough. And that's that you have to arrive at I'm enough and I'm worthy and valuable because I exist, period. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. And other people's behavior has nothing to do with us. Like Amen. all those things you talked about, like it, the other, if, it, if, if he walks away, if he doesn't choose you, if you, if, if you're experiencing people being intimidated, it's, I mean, it, it's an opportunity to look, okay, where am I blocked? So love doesn't, our job is not to seek and find love. It's to remove the barriers that we've built against love. But it's all about you. Other people's behavior is all about them. It's nothing to do with you. And yet here we believe all the thoughts in our heads about how it means something, but it doesn't. And that that's the ammunition. And so I love, I love, I love, you said it on one episode, you'll never be more worthy than you are right now. And it's like our worth is, it's not something we have to go find. It's not something that we have to work towards. All we have to do is like unlearn and untangle all of these, all of these limitations and lies that you've been believing about yourself that have been stopping you from feeling that worth. Yes. And that's why, that's why we do all these weird, funky things in love and relationships, because we're all just trying to, to prove that we're lovable or prove that we're good enough or prove that keeping up with the Joneses. And it's like, nothing matters. This is your life. 
your life, nobody, like it, nothing matters except that you're feeling good and enjoying yourself in your life. And, and, and like you just said, like that when you are with the right person, they welcome all of you and you have to welcome all of them. Right. And that's how, you know, it's right. Is that you can still love them even when they're being shitty. You can still love them even when they're collapsed because this is not, again, not a destination. I'm way more confident than I've ever been before. And I have so many days of insecurity where I call Catherine crying and I'm like, I don't know who I am. Like, oh, and And I call her the next day. (laughs) And then she calls me the next day. And so, yeah, again, sisterhood, have the support system, but it's like, there's no destination. And so, um, but if you are that woman who's just, I mean, I know so many women who just give up on love because they're like, no, I'm intimidating and that's the story and I'm not going to give up my business or my success or whatever to please a man. So fuck it. I'm going to give up on love and just know that the, the, the statement is a lie. There are some people who will be intimidated by you and some people who will be extremely attracted to you when you learn how to like melt the barriers around your heart and to have both your be both in your self-worth and power and confidence and be able to have your heart open and stay connected and i love i love what you said about how there's no better than or less than but we learn that in the school system you yes. look at your 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 friend gets an a and you get a c minus and now okay well they're better than me and we're constantly being pinned against each other from, from a very young age. So of course we think there's better than and less than, oh, my friend has a better job or makes more money or has a nicer house or has a doting husband or whatever. No, none of it means anything except for it's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Yes. What you're experiencing in your relationships is 100% a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Yes. And the defense and the controlling and the, you know, he should be able to step it up and break down all the walls of my heart is hiding your fear of vulnerability. And we're going to have to have another episode about this, like the truth about vulnerability, but I don't, I'm sure you're saying this to all the controllers, like controlling is a defense against vulnerability. And guess what? Why is love scary for you? Because you are the powerful, independent, successful woman who's controlling every aspect of her life. And guess what? You can't control another person, Mm -hmm. right? Inherent in romantic relationship is uncertainty. Inherent in life is uncertainty. And this pain for me about the being too intimidating is the perpetuation of all these stories about it's a woman's job to make men comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's a woman's job to make everybody else in the room comfortable. And it's not because I love that you just reflected that someone's always going to be triggered. Yeah. Right. And, and we already feel it. I mean, remember in the beginning of my healing journey, I, I would scare, I would scare other women from how powerful and confident I was. I had a blessing way on my, instead of a bachelorette. And all my friends told me their story on how they fell in love with me. And like five of them, their story was like, well, it started out with being really intimidated by Catherine because she was so <laughs> confident and so big in herself and loud and powerful and, and right. And then it was, and then I fell in love with her and then I connected with her and they were so beautiful and managing their own feelings about it because everything you just said, everything that you're activated by in another person. And yes, if you have not listened to the episode on je- jealousy and comparison, go run yourself over there right now when this episode finishes, because that one is so healing and powerful. And to just really take a look at, wow, am I living from this shutdown state? Because I'm actually trying to control what everyone around me feels about me. 
Mm -hmm. right? What would it look like for me to live my life believing in the truth of my worth and enoughness? And what would I do if I had nothing to prove? Mm -hmm. What would change in my life if I had nothing to prove? And then what magic would I then be? available for yeah yeah because the controller like that aspect of the saboteur the controller is all about controlling people's perception of you and which means your whole your whole life is like is all about what your life looks like rather than how you feel and unfortunately i mean i think of all the amazing controller women i've worked with who are working so hard you know also mostly they're controller self-sacrificers so they're sacrificing themselves taking care of everything, doing everything. And they've got these walls around their heart. And, and most of them have these great lives on paper, but then they don't feel it. Like I've had so many conversations with women where they're like, I don't understand. I have everything I've ever wanted and I feel empty or I feel so sad or lonely or, you know, whatever the thing is. And it's because when your heart is closed, like whether or not you have a relationship, that's irrelevant. When your heart is closed, you're missing out on so much beauty and magic and like the the all those pleasurable feelings that live inside of you you're missing all of those you're just like most 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 of them are also disconnected from their body and the sense connect connection to our sensation but like you're missing out on so much and you're missing out on beautiful you know connections that you can make everywhere like when our when your heart is closed you're missing so much of life yes and it breaks my heart and it's like, you can, you can have it all. And it doesn't mean it's going to look like it all on paper, you know, it all like what, what we've been told having it all means, but having it all means that you fucking love your life and you love how you feel and you challenging things happen. And we go through, you know, days that are really, really hard, but you're still committed to yourself and to feeling good and to nurturing yourself and caring for yourself. And then the days that feel amazing, you're like actually in it and getting to experience it rather than just having this you know, experience and being like, okay, I just had a vacation, but I feel like I wasn't really there. I was so busy in my head worrying about the next thing or what work I have to do, or it's just like missing the magic of life. And if you haven't already listened to last week's episode on how to truly love your life, go over to that one. Cause we touch on that. And, and the work is to the work of life, I think this is the spiritual path, is living with our hearts open. Yes. Right? And heart open does not mean no boundaries. Yes. <laughs> heart, heart open does not mean you now are naive, right, to the fact that there are not so great people on the planet, but it's I'm alive in my life. Yeah. Right? And I have oh, me oh. and and I want to transform the have it all. Have it all means have all of you. Yes, exactly. Right? It has nothing to do without what's what's Extra out there. Mm-hmm. And exactly. so if this episode helped you, let us know. If you are not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, that's where to ask us questions, give us feedback, share how each episode has impacted you. And if you know another woman who needs to hear this message, we so love when you share the work of the New Truth Podcast with all those who need to hear this message. And we can stop perpetuating this idea that it's even a thing to be worried about around being intimidated, too intimidating to men. And you can feel the radical responsibility and inspiration and empowerment around if a relationship is something that you want, right? How are you being right now in your availability for that? Because it's not, 
it's not his job anymore to cross the moat and slay the dragon and climb up the tower. We are throwing away that bullshit story, but the shut down and controlling and contempt for men is actually that flip side, right? Now I'm the wicked queen, right? Yeah. Who's locked, who's in the tower expecting By someone myself. to come find me, right? Yeah. No or more. like shutting off from the story that you can have anyone at all. It, it, yeah, it, it just know like the, the core nugget from this episode and every episode is that whatever you're experiencing in your dating and love and relationship life is simply a reflection of your own patterns and like what aspects of you are running the show, which is probably your inner child or your saboteur. And so this is why Catherine and I do what we do and uh, we are here for you. So reach out to us, explore working deeper with us because this is like, it's which part of you is driving the car. Right. If you're struggling and if you keep experiencing the same thing over and over again, whatever that is, it's a reflection of something that's happening inside of you. And it's not your fault. You're innocent. You know, we, none of us were set up for success when it comes to relationships or especially our relationship with ourselves. And it's so beyond possible to get back to who you are and to start to live from this completely different place where you have choice and you can experience things that you can't even fathom right now, but your deepest desires. Amen. 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 Also, that was epic. <laughs> I think someone's making pierogies right now. It smells really good in my apartment all of a sudden. <laughs> and now I'm craving, I'm craving pierogies. So go make yourself some pierogies after this episode. And, <laughs> and we love you. And Kate, I love you so much. We're so grateful for all of you. We so appreciate you subscribing, leaving reviews for us so more and more women can hear this message, the new truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We'll see you soon. And head over to the new truth movement Facebook group so we can see you on Thursday. And we'll dive deeper into this. Can't wait.